Hey yo, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk, but let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. I am so stoked for you guys to hear this week's podcast guest interview with Eva. She is the founder of Purpose People Co. And she is a woman on a serious mission to transform and impact the nursing community in a massive way. And I think it's so beautiful, the insight that she shares when and how she came across her purpose as a nurse, but also outside of being a nurse. And she shares a lot of tangible insight and tools to how she got to where she is today as as a biz owner and as a part-time or per diem nurse. And I think it's just such a beautiful reminder that this life gets to be whatever you want it to be. Your journey as a nurse gets to be whatever you want it to be. You're not limited to only bedside or only the clinic or only the job that you're currently in. There is endless opportunities out there. You just have to go on that phase of self-discovery to find what is waiting for you, to help you find your purpose. And she also shares with us a little goodie, a little treat to her shop, Purpose People Co. So make sure you tune in all the way to the end of the episode to get the deets on that. Welcome, Eva, to the Built for You podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Can you just tell us a little bit about you and who you are? Absolutely. I am so excited to be here and share a little bit of my story and just my journey with nursing, personal life, business, all the things. I have been a nurse for about, I always say five years, so maybe it's a little longer at this point, but about five years. I still work at the bedside, but I'm per diem. I've been pretty in for so long. I actually was full-time for a long time, like full-time hours with my per diem status, but now I've shifted more into business life and I actually am per diem. So I work my minimum right now, which is like 12 hours a week. And I run my business with my other time, which is another full-time gig I have going. Uh, I run, I'm the founder of Purpose People, which is a nursing lifestyle brand. Our main goal is really to make nurses feel seen and appreciated so that they can live in their purpose inside of work and outside of work. And that is my passion. I absolutely love it. And that's kind of like a little bit of the beginning of my story, I guess. I love that you in a nutshell. And when I think about like you sharing the like per diem nursing and running the business full time, like it screams to me like life by design. Like I love that you truly do get to make your own schedule and like let your nursing license work with you rather than like against you. So I want to dive a little bit into um, the business aspect of it. If you can share with us, like how did purpose people start? Like Were you a full-time nurse when you started it? You know, what kind of was like the vision or like just like the seed that was planted at the beginning? So at the beginning, I was still per diem at, I've been per diem for a long time. So when this little seed was planted, I was in my per diem status, but I was still working full-time hours. I had worked full-time hours up until last year. So in your mind, just think of me as like a full-time bedside nurse, because that's really what I was doing. But I pretty much had done 
a full-time night shift position my first year, like, you know, night shift did all the things I was like supposed to quote unquote do as a new nurse transitioned to living in New Jersey. I'm from Massachusetts. So I moved four States away to be with my boyfriend at the time, got my new job. This is the per diem job I'm talking about now. And about a year into that, once I was settled with living in a new place, settled in my new job, kind of like grasping what my new life was like, I started to get this like twinge of unfulfillment and just not knowing whether it was the job I didn't like, whether it was me wanting to pursue something else. You never really know until you take action. Mm -hmm. So I had actually met my friend Lacey who worked at the bedside with me and she was in network marketing at the time, but she had dreams of starting her own business. And I was not in that world at all. I was a bedside nurse doing my thing. Like I just had no aspirations of starting a business and through our friendship and seeing her and what she was doing, I was like having that little bit of unfulfillment. And so I was like, let me just like try something. Like, let me just see what I can do. So I started posting on social about nurse burnout and self-care and that turned into me starting a blog and I hated it. And then I was like, okay, that's not for me. And then I kind of just kept pivoting and pivoting into doing all these little things. And I had this slow growth along the way where I started to kind of create this community. And then the first time I launched product, I was like stars in my eyes. This is it. I love it. And I got so much clarity on what I was meant to do. And that's how Purpose People was born. But it was, it was tough to get there in the beginning. And From the beginning, I was always doing full-time hours. I did this as my like add-on side hustle gig Mm -hmm. (laughs) from the blog to like this book club I was doing to social media, like all of that stuff was in addition to full-time nursing, but it was what I was passionate about, like trying different things. And so it didn't feel like a second job to me. It just felt like a passion that I was excited about that wasn't nursing. So it was like an identity outside of nursing that I could have that I was excited about. I love that. I love that. And I love that you shared, like, there were so many like transition phases and that like your first thing wasn't the thing. And so I think it's really powerful that, you know, you did have Lacey in your corner to kind of watch for inspiration. And I'm curious, like, do you think that you would be where you're at today if it weren't for having somebody in your circle like that? Absolutely not. Because knowing people that are doing things similar to what you're doing or are supportive of you or whatever, like even their feedback changes every decision you make and every decision you make obviously leads you in a different direction. And so having her was huge for me. And we even built like a community outside of just me and her. So now we have like this whole community of like nurses that I met and like have been to their weddings and like, we are actually friends and it's all through this nurse community that was actually online to start. Like, so Lacey and I were friends in person at work. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that gave me like a little bit of a push to kind of do my own thing. And then we actually ran a nurse yoga event one time. We just were like, let's do a meetup, try to meet new people, support nurses. That's like kind of what we were going for. Cause remember Mm -hmm. I kind of said in the beginning, I was talking a lot about self-care and burnout. So we were like, Mm -hmm. let's do this yoga event for burnt out nurses, really give them the support, blah, blah, blah. And at that event, out of all the people that came, I don't even remember anyone that came, but I know Laura was there. And now Laura and I, she's another, uh, Laura Wiley. She 
is in the nursing influencer space now and has her own business now. And she didn't at the time, but she came and it's like, you just continue to meet all of these people who then impact your life further. And I always say to people that are like looking to start their own business or do something different, community is so important. It's like what allows you to kind of go for it because you know, you have the support of those people and you're surrounded by people who are pushing themselves in a different way as well. So that's what you're used to seeing. And that's the action that you end up taking. So it's like a huge impact. And I highly recommend finding a community. There's free nurse communities out there. There's like a community, like purpose people online that you can find forums. Like if you're not around people at the bedside, that doesn't mean that there aren't people out there who you can form a community with who have an understanding of what you're trying to build. I love that. And I love that, you know, you gave tangible steps to take because I think a lot of times nurses, the nurse listening to this right now, like kind of like idolizes you, like, you know, she created this, but how did she get there? And there's so much power in connecting with people who, you know, are at or above the level that you want to live at and how you mentioned like, just because you don't see it being represented in your current place of work doesn't mean that you can't move the resources to find it somewhere else. So I think there's so much power and just like taking that initiative of like, there's options and there's resources out there for you. You just kind of have to get out of your own way to go find them. And so the nurse who's listening to this right now, who's just like, you know, I'm not fulfilled bedside. Isn't it, or, you know, my clinic job, isn't it, I'm just not sure what's next. Like what's one first step that she can take. Yeah. So if you think back to what I was saying about Lacey and I kind of like becoming friends, right. And that was at the bedside that was lucky that I ended up forming that friendship and getting that support. We decided to do this nurse yoga event. Right. But think about the people who showed up to that event. Laura showed up to that event as a burnt out PICU nurse. I'm kind of telling her story now, but she was a burnt out PICU nurse. And she was like, I don't do that. I don't go to events. You know, that's not my thing. It's weird or whatever. And she chose to step out of her comfort zone and show up to a random nurse event where she did not know a single person and be like, I'm just going to do it because it feels scary, but I know that it'll probably give me more clarity on what I'm supposed to do. And she showed up there. And since then, she has become friends with us, built her own business. She actually ended up leaving the bedside to become more fulfilled in what she feels passionate about doing and living in her purpose. And that's just one example of somebody who was unfulfilled and took an action that felt scary and uncomfortable, but then led to this beautiful outcome, right? So a lot of it is just doing something different than what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. One thing different, doing one thing different can give you so much clarity because Like I was saying about when I was unfulfilled, right? A lot of times you have this feeling of not knowing why you're not happy. And you're like, do I hate my boyfriend now? Is it that? (laughs) Like, is it, you know, that my apartment's too small? Is it that I don't get enough sunlight or like that I'm missing my workout classes? Is it that I'm on night shift and I really want to be on day shift? Is it that I hate cardiac nursing? Is it X, Y, Z, right? And you're Mm -hmm. so unclear. And the only way to get clear is to take action. So whether you say, okay, I'm going to start implementing a hard rule that I go to workout classes three days a week that I used to love and that I gave up. And that one little implementation, say you start doing that right. Three weeks in, you might be like, oh my gosh, I feel so good. Mm-hmm. Or three weeks in, you might say, no, it's not that. I'm still not feeling too good. Right. <laughs> and then you're going to take a different action. So a lot of it just comes down to like assessing what it could be and then taking action on one of those things and continuing that process of trial and error. 
which a lot of people don't like to hear because that sounds like a lot of work and it is a lot of work, but putting in that work is what gets you to a place where you feel like you're so fulfilled and living your purpose. So whether it's changing a shift, a lot of people feel like, at least I feel like right now, a lot of people are hearing like, we'll just quit. And that's, I think a drastic action. You can take a lot of smaller actions leading up to that. That can give you a lot of clarity on bigger choices such as quitting. Yeah, no, I love that. And it's really all about like self-exploration and figuring out like, what is it that I do? Like, what is it that I don't like? And like, at the end of the day, nobody can tell you what that is or isn't except for yourself by going through that discovery phase. And so for the nurse who's listening to this right now, I think that she has a little sliver of hope knowing that like, you don't have to have it all figured out in the first week that you decide to make the change that, like you said, it's going to take a couple weeks, months, sometimes even of consistent action to figure out, you know, what is it that really like lights your soul on fire that really like makes you feel good. So I'm curious for you, you kind of shared a little bit about like you started selling merch and you're like, Oh, this is my thing. Like what was that feeling or that process of like, this is my purpose. Like, this is what I was meant to do. You know, what's so funny about that is that knowing came from the crap that was not knowing. So it came from the blog and the book club and the other things I tried because every, like when I did the blog, right. And I was just like, I don't know about this. And I just wasn't like lit up. It gave me the perspective that when I was excited about product, it was so obvious because I had felt so blah from the other things I tried. So I did a book club where I just charged people to be in the community. We read the book, but it was more like self-care. And I was kind of doing a little bit of mentoring in there um, and trying to create more of a tangible community for nurses. And I learned a lot about what I liked and didn't like about that, but I never had a like light bulb moment where I was like on a high mentally where like I got off a call and I was like, holy crap, like this feels so good. I just feel so energized by this. And so getting that feeling when I did do product, that's what made it so obvious was the fact that I wasn't lit up by other things. Mm -hmm. So that can relate so easily back to nursing, right? Like if you work in med surgeon, you like we're like, I don't know. I just can't figure out if I like this. And then when you have your first baby delivered and labor and delivery after you switch your job and you get that feeling of like, that is obvious to you because you never got that feeling before when you were in med surge, or that's just obviously one example, but that's kind of what gave me the clarity. So it was just like, obviously like a feeling of buzzing and just happiness and like real like joy but it's not even about describing that feeling. It's more about the perspective I got from not having it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like you have to try things to know what you don't want in order to figure out what you do want. And I think about nursing and cult, like the culture of nursing right now is like nurses are learning that like, Hey, I don't want to work 12 hour shifts. Hey, I don't want, you know, to work night shift. I don't. And so like, you know that you don't want those things and that's okay, but that's guiding you towards what you do want. And without, like you said, knowing what you don't want, you don't know what you do want. So it's kind of all interconnected. And I think that that's just a really powerful perspective to take that like you have to try it on for size. And I'm curious as, you know, you talked about moving to be with your boyfriend. And so as you were pursuing all these different outlets, was there ever 
a point where like somebody else didn't get your vision, you know, whether it was like your significant other or somebody else close to you in your life. And they're like, Eva, like pump breaks, like, you know, what are you doing? Like go back to bedside or was like, did you ever have anything like that? I actually did not have much of that, but I think a lot of that comes from my self-confidence and not caring what anyone was going to say to start. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are so held back by fear of judgment and rejection. And I actually pride myself on somehow not being one of those people that much. Um, luckily my boyfriend is now my husband (laughs) and he has been so supportive along the way. He was like my number one fan since day one. So that was huge. And like I said, I purposefully formed this community of, uh, other women who were particularly nurses who were also doing what I was doing, which helped a lot as well. I think my family definitely had a little twinge of like, so you don't like nursing. And I think that's the one thing that I get that if anything bothers me because they're, it feels like you're being shamed, like, oh, so you should want to be a nurse. That's mm-hmm. what you did for school. That's what you should be excited about. And so anytime I get that from people that I love and care about, it hurts a little bit, but I always feel confident in sharing why I do what I do. I feel confident in saying my purpose and what I feel fulfilled and excited about is this. So you should support that. Mm-hmm. And I feel so confident in that. And I say to people all the time, I, it's not that I don't like nursing. It's that I love business. And regardless of the reasons, they're your reasons. They're not anyone else's reasons. So you should feel confident and excited to share that with people. I think one of the things that also really, really helped me in this was you're going to be judged no matter what. People are going to say things no matter what, and it's going to affect you in some way, no matter what. But my rule was picking like three to five people who I really, really love and trust their opinion and elevating their voices more than anybody else. So Mm -hmm. at the time it was my boyfriend who again is now my husband. If he ever says like, Eva, I feel like, you know, you're really like doing too much or, or he's never said this, but if he said something where he questioned me, I would take his opinion so seriously because he's such a supportive person and I trust him and I know he loves me. Same thing with like my sister or my now really great friend, Lacey, that I've been using throughout this podcast as an example. I have voices in my life that I know are my, if they say something I'm going, not that I'm going to act on what they say, you know, okay, you said it, I'm doing it. Not that, but that's something I will take into account. Whereas if I get a DM of like, ew, why did you post that? I don't like that opinion. I'm like, bye. Don't care at all. Right. So knowing who you value and who you don't was one of the biggest things that helped me along that journey. Um, and also family relationships are hard, right? Like you mentioned people questioning you a lot of times that comes from their insecurity that you're doing something uncomfortable and that they haven't really experienced that in their life. Um, and you have to put that into perspective as well. Right. So it's not always a reflection of you. It's oftentimes a reflection of them. And so, like you said, like kind of taking it with a grain of salt and consciously deciding ahead of time, like, Hey, here's who I want to listen to and whose opinion matters to me. And the other people like are in the cheap seats. I don't really care what they have to say or what they do because that's not me. That's not my life. So for the nurse listening to this right now, like hopefully you just feel empowered to make that decision right now of like whose opinions you are going to let dictate 
ultimately your future, your career, your life, your fulfillment, all of those things. And like, as you're listening to this, you're probably push play because you're searching for that extra fulfillment. You know, do I want to do this or do I want to pursue something else? So like just giving yourself the permission slip to like dream big, not put anything off limits, but also like not carry other people's baggage with you because it's not your responsibility. And go ahead. I have a really good example of this too, that I probably should have shared. I was at a St. Patrick's Day party, whatever, a month ago, whatever St. Patrick's Day was. And I met someone who I'd never met before, who hears a lot about healthcare. Obviously right now, healthcare is kind of on a pedestal with everything that's going on Mm -hmm. and had talked about travel nursing or how much nurses are making right now and bonuses and all these things. Right. And I had said, she had asked me, Oh, you're a nurse. Like, tell me about yourself, whatever. So I had kind of said, you know, I run a business It's called purpose people and I work at the bedside per diem. And as I said, at the beginning of this podcast, that's kind of where I'm at right now in my journey. Mm-hmm. And she immediately went straight to, well, that's re- like, I cannot believe that you're not taking advantage of all of these bonuses. And like the fact that you could be making so much money right now as a nurse, like my family member. And she kind of went on to this person that she knows who's making a lot of money in nursing. And it did not phase me or bother me in the slightest. And one week after that conversation, I had the biggest launch I've ever had in purpose people and made the most money I have ever made in a single week. And yes, I love that. Congrats. It seems so full circle in the sense of just like, no one can tell you what your journey is supposed to be besides you. And I thought that was like a very relevant example. It's like, I should have shared that. So we came back around to it. That is so relevant. And I love that because like, that is just like nursing right now. It's like, people are telling you what you should or shouldn't be doing, how you should or shouldn't be feeling. So I know you kind of touched on this a little bit, but like, what's a piece of advice that you have for a nurse who's kind of feeling torn? Like, you know, everybody's telling me that I should go chase the money, but like, I want to stay here. Or people are telling me, you know, I, I should stay here, but like, I want to pursue this. Like, what's like one piece of advice that you have for her? I think back to the voices that we were talking about, right? How I said, mm-hmm. I have those people who their voices are the most elevated mm-hmm. in my life. You have to realize that even with that example, the number one voice has to be your voice. Mm-hmm. So putting that as the number one voice and really trusting yourself and your intuition and your gut, which takes practice, right? It's not something that comes natural to everyone, but knowing that your voice and what you want should be the number one thing that you're listening to. And again, you're taking in those three to five voices into account, right? That you want to listen to and to guide you, but you are on your own path, no matter what you're living this life with you. And so this podcast is called built to be you. You're building yourself up to be you with the help of others. Right. So a lot of times I think it goes back to a listening to yourself and B being willing to try things that are scary and take a small action. Like we were saying earlier in the podcast. Yes. I, I love that. And the episode that's airing right before this one is, is called do it the way you want to do it, not the way she does it. Or like, you know, it's along that. So I'm curious while you were, you know, obviously with like building this business and trying so many things on for size, was there ever a time where like you saw maybe it was Lacey or somebody else in your community who was doing something like a certain type of way or with a certain product? You're like, Oh, I should do that. Like, did you ever have that comparison of like, just because she did that way, I have to do it that way. Yeah. So going back to that book club, I kind of mentioned it was more of a mentorship feel. And 
everyone in my circle was doing mentorship. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't know what's meant for you until you try it. So I'm like, well, these girls are doing it and they're talking about how happy they are. And so that sounds like something I could do. I got creative with it. I did my own thing with it. I didn't just fully copy anybody, obviously, but I kind of stayed in that realm because that's what I saw other people doing. So like that coaching world, things like that. When I did it, I kind of felt in my gut that I didn't like it, but then you get this fear of like, okay, well, if it's not this, then what is it? Cause other people like this and mm-hmm. I'm supposed to like this. And that's again, very parallel to a lot of nurses. Um, you know, my best friends are all doing this kind of nursing and they say they love it. Does this mean I'm not meant to be a nurse anymore? You get that like little twinge of fear inside and it comes down to like, that's when you really have to like dig deep to take the next action. And so doing product was extremely out of my comfort zone and scary because I didn't know anyone that was doing it. So I hired a mentor because clearly I didn't know what I was doing. So I had to hire someone to help me and teach me. Um, so I hired someone in Michigan to help me, uh, figure out how to even start, start that. Um, and that's kind of how I, Obviously, we don't know how the end of that story goes, (laughs) but it was really hard to kind of step out of what people in my circle were doing. Um, And that took a lot of courage, right? And you just have to realize that it takes a lot of courage and you need to build up that courage and and go for it. Um, And I think a lot of that comes from hearing people's stories, right? Like people telling their story like I am right now feels empowering because when you hear this, you're like, okay, cool. Somebody else had this similar experience and I can kind of live through their experience a little bit. And that gives me that little, you know, 10% more courage to then go after what I am meant to do. Right. And that was actually something I just talked about on the previous week's podcast episode was like being inspired versus like aspiring to be somebody Mm -hmm. like you can use somebody's story to go take action to help you build momentum, but don't try to duplicate exactly what they're doing, because I truly believe that we all have a unique blueprint that you get to step into. And so you, you serve a different part of the nursing community than I do. You know, Laura serves a different part than Lacey does. And so it's cool that as a community, we all get to like collectively come together but we're also unique in who we talk to and who we speak to. So I hope the nurse listening to this, like just gets like that, like twinge of like hope and inspiration that like she too can create whatever she wants if this isn't it. So I'm curious, how do you and your business right now, Purpose People, serve the like nursing community in the season that we're in? So it's so fun running your own business. I'm just going to like pitch you guys. Like it's so fun because you're the owner and you're in charge and you get to create this own unique story. Like you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's been trial and error as far as how to serve people, which has been really fun, but we obviously have our online community, which people speak so highly of in just the sense of like being around people who are in a similar space, who, who get it. Uh, but we actually did a care package campaign recently. I like to call what we do as far as give backs through my company, uh, cyclical giving. So in cycles and in seasons, we change how we give and how we show up because like you said, in this season, mm-hmm. meaning in different seasons, people need different things. And so I love that we don't just be like, oh, we give 10% to X, Y, Z, you know, consistently we change it up, which is so fun. So right now we've been doing this nurse care package campaign. So basically I reached out to tons of other companies, got them to collaborate with us, donated money from our shop, collected money from the community, kind of did all these different things to get funds and products 
to then build these care packages to give to nursing units all over the country. So we shipped a bunch of them. We're actually going to manually deliver a bunch of them um, in this next few days, next week or so. So each one is meant for an entire nursing unit. And so it's so fun because we're getting to support nurses. And like I said in the beginning, our goal is to make them feel seen and appreciated. So this is our little token to just really help nurses just to feel seen and, and that, you know, you're not just heroes, you're people, you deserve to feel like you're appreciated and not being taken advantage of. And obviously we could go on and on about the challenges of healthcare right now, which we probably won't do, but right. <laughs> uh, it's a time where nurses really, I think just need to feel like they are seen. And so that's kind of our way of doing that right now. And it's always changing, but that's kind of what we're up to right now. And it's just been so fun to create community through this process too. Right. I love that. And like, just like seeing you talk about it, like you can tell that like, it just like lights your world on fire. And I think that that's so beautiful. Like to me, it just sounds like a big giant hug inside of a box, which like to just like feel seen and cared for and heard right now in like this season is so incredibly important. And so maybe there's a nurse listening to this right now where she's just not feeling that what kind of like self empowerment or like motivational, like kind of like a pep talk do you have for the nurse who is feeling maybe a little bit discouraged, lacking the passion fulfillment, maybe creeping into burnout, you know, just kind of this big ball of emotions right now, what can she do to kind of take ownership of where she's at? Yeah, it's hard. I think that's part of it too, is realizing that it is hard. Mm -hmm. It's challenging and nursing is challenging right now. It's not like, you know, it's all sunshine and rainbows and it's easy to listen to a podcast where somebody's not in a similar space as you and be like, yeah, great. <laughs> Sounds good for you, <laughs> but that's not where I'm at right now. And everyone's in their own space in their own journey, right? That's kind of been a theme throughout this podcast is that everyone's unique and different and we're all in different stages. And it comes down to intentional action. And for me, like I was been saying throughout this podcast, you know, what's one step you can take right now from where you're at. Um, but even going back, if you're in a place where you are borderline burnout, borderline depressed, feeling anxious, wherever you're at, that intentional action might be more of a fundamental action. It might be introducing better water intake, healthier eating, looking at your diet, these big pillars that people talk about that we kind of skip over and say like, yeah, that ain't for me. Like, like we get it. If I drank water, that's not going to fix my life. Right. Mm -hmm. We think, we think that we don't even need to do it because there's way bigger problems, but that's where it starts. So like going back to the major pillars, I think a lot of times can be the first step, because if that's where you're at, that's where you're at. The first step might not be quitting your job and like having to find a new job because you can barely like function outside of work right now. So you have to focus on health and wellness and the core pillars of functioning as a human adult, which is hard. Um, and so it's really about honoring where you're at, I think a lot of times, but also realizing and getting this perspective that it's completely possible to completely change your reality. So what your reality is right now might not be your reality in five years, 10 years, one year, six months, whatever. It's completely possible to, to change that. And so being inspired, as you said before, versus aspiring, being inspired is also really important to give you that little twinge of motivation to then do the next thing. 
Yeah. And it, again, like this goes back to the beginning of some full circle where it's like who you surround yourself with and what you consume matters. And like, you're listening to a personal growth podcast. So obviously, you know, you're starting to put in that legwork and you're starting to put in that effort to, you know, build this blueprint of you and figuring out kind of what that looks like. And so I think that that's like the perfect little bow on the end of, you know, kind of everything that we've like chatted about, cause it kind of brings it all together. You know, when you take better care of yourself, then I feel like you're able to kind of see the vision and the dream a little bit better. And like, as you take those action steps, you gain more clarity on like what comes next, what you do want, what you don't want. So to end things off, what is your, like biggest piece of advice, any last little golden nuggets that you want to share um, with the community? The thing that I share, I would say really frequently, which I've said throughout this podcast, but that needs to be driven home again, is that intentional action is how you get to where you want to be. So intentional action is doing something, changing what you're doing, not just thinking about it, not just feeling inspired, not just feeling motivated, actually doing something that makes sense. It doesn't mean it's the right thing, but it's intentional in the sense of, okay, this could be it. Let me try this. It doesn't mean it has to be right or wrong. You never have to be right or wrong in what you're doing. You just have to try it and then use that information to take the next step. And so I think so frequently we love to motivate and inspire people and that's fun and dandy, but the action is where the magic is because action is what breeds clarity in your life, which is how you get to the point of feeling fulfilled and living in your purpose, which is completely possible as a nurse. So right now as a nurse, regardless of how hard healthcare is. And I know it's hard because like I said, I'm still at the bedside. I've been at the bedside. I know how hard it is with intentional action. You can get to a place where you feel like you're living in your purpose as a nurse, whether you decide to start a business or not, you can still work full-time as a nurse and feel like you're living in your purpose and you feel seen appreciated and you're part of an awesome community. So that's my closing words for you. I love that. And I love that you added there, like, you don't have to start a business to find that fulfillment. Like finding that fulfillment can look like exploration at the bedside or in different nursing avenues. So like nursing is like, I always say it's like the biggest blessing, but it's also like the hardest blessing to navigate because there is so many options, but like, you just can't quit searching and like, you can't settle for where you're at. And I think a lot of times we just accept like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Like, this is just the standard. This is how nursing is. And like, that's not true. There are so many nurses living their truth and living with fulfillment in whatever capacity that looks like for them and still, you know, loving life and finding that fulfillment that we've been talking about. So to the listener who's listening, like, I hope that, you know, you never quit searching and that you just keep finding and that you use Eva's story to be inspired, but then go follow it up with action. Like she said, because it's that trial and error phase, you know, kind of like the middle in between process that nobody really wants to do, but that's like essential to discovering what you want. So where can we find you, Eva? Where can we connect with you and tell us about Purpose People Co and anything you have exciting going on right now that we can help you out with? Absolutely. So purposepeople.co is our website. Purposepeopleco is our Instagram handle. It's pretty straightforward. I actually created a code for you guys built to be you, the name of this podcast for 10% off anything in our store. So you can type that in, snag some goods from us um, at a discount, but that's really where our nursing community lies. If you guys want to follow me directly and more of my business and personal life journey, that's Eva Machado is kind of, it's Machado, but it's 
spelled like Machado. So you can do that <laughs> EVA Machado uh, on Instagram as well. And really joining the community is the best thing that you can do for yourself. And that's what I'm here to show up for is other nurses. So I'm happy to have you and just kind of guide you along in your journey. Love that. And just so they know, how long will the built to be you code be good for to get the discount on your merch? It'll be good for like a year. We'll leave it up for a while. So if you're like, <laughs> All right. in 2022, you're good to go. <laughs> Perfect. So I have one of Eva's shirts and we were talking about this before the podcast. It is like the most comfortable shirt ever. So <laughs> make sure you utilize the code. She has so much good stuff coming out and I will put all of your stuff down in the show notes. That way they can find you on Instagram a little bit easier and find your website as well as the discount code. And thank you so much for coming into this space and for just you know, staying committed to your purpose and your mission, because it's so clear and so evident that you are living your purpose and just keep inspiring others to do the same. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that I got to spend this time with you. Thank you. <laughs> Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.